Welcome to the Keep the Faith podcast. I am your host, Tori of Keep the Faith. And of course, I got the one, the only, Miss Tiny, the poet, is here. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. I'm excited to talk to you. Of course, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about a variety of things today. But first off, before we talk about your book, you know mm-hmm. how I do. Introduce yourself to the people, even though people already know who you are. Just tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself. Of course, you know you're a Wilson Tiger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, everybody don't know me. Just you know, we live in a small town, so I got a small radius of people who know who I am. I am. Miss Tanya, Miss Tanya the Poet. And I do quite a few things in the community, you know, just being a community activist, a a youth mentor. I just really love the arts and I'm involved in so many things that are art related, content creator, uh, a lot of hats. I wear more than a few hats, but I'm also a poet and I've had the opportunity to publish my first book and it's titled The Little Black Book of Poetry. So I've been kind of like feeling this little author thing lately. Cool. I'm loving it. And of course, let me just put this out there. If you guys haven't gotten your copy, let me make sure I put it up here right. If you guys haven't gotten your copy of the little (laughs) book of poetry, I suggest you get your copy. As a matter of fact, I was there for the the soft um, opening the mm-hmm. soft release of the book was this in October, which which I think was strategically done during Wilson's homecoming. Well, let me see you now. Put move the book, move the book so I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> let them let them go on Amazon.com and, and go ahead and get the little black book of poetry. They can see the cover there. It's it's plain and simple. It's a black book, mm-hmm. got some white writing on it. But let me see you. So you were <laughs> saying you were at the 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 soft opening, which you were. And I yeah. thank you. So I got a so I got an autograph copy. Ooh. Which I'm digging. <laughs> <laughs> See, you were making me feel real special. Everybody was making me feel really special that night. Um that night was just really unbelievable for me. I still kind of, I don't know that I've kind of um I'm taking it all in still, to be honest, because since I actually had that little soft release, it's just like I've been going and going and going so much. So I really hadn't had a whole lot of time to take it all in. But I I just had a great time. Well, let me ask you this. What um, what made you call the book The Little Black Book of Poetry? Where did the title originate from? Well, um. Because basically that's what the book is, Tori. It is a book of Black poems, poems with our experiences, just timeless themes of the Black American experience, some of my experiences, things that we know are happening and that have been going on not only today, but they've been going on for what I like to say forever. I don't know necessarily that it is anything new for us, but it's definitely something that has to be said. So many other poets are saying it, but this is this is my version, you know? Absolutely. And I love how you now like all the book all the poems in there you can relate to, like the the black, the the grassroots. Um, you know I'm gonna have you do some of them for me. <laughs> but it's like you're you're covering everything, the culture politics it's like a whole gamut of things that you're covering which is awesome and i think the book is relatable not just to us but to everyone everyone that picks up the book can relate to something that's in the book so that's what i love about it it doesn't just it's just it's not just for us but right. i think everyone can relate to it so well, i'm digging it so of course you guys can go on amazon to um to purchase the book and make sure when you purchase the book, make sure you leave a review, leave those <laughs> reviews. Those reviews are re- important. So make sure you leave a review, but this is what I want you to do. If you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Now there are some favorites of mine that I would like for you to share. Like I said, my voice, y'all, my voice is a little challenging right now. So Tanya's going to be doing most of the talking because my <laughs> voice want to leave me here and there, but there are some poems that I want you to cover today. Um, I want you if you if you don't mind, my top okay. three is this Whoa. black. Woman. You say you got a top three, okay? Yeah, the top three. I like them all, but my top three 
is this black mama, mm-hmm. divided states of America, and yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Okay. Okay. I got you. So you, what you're trying to say is you want me to read those? Yeah. Well, let me... three, at least a couple of them, if you don't mind. I do. And then we're going to talk about more into the book. And then I'm going to ask you to, you know, you know, of course, everyone know they can get the book from Amazon. But I want you to let people know how to get in contact with you. Um, like they may want you to do speaking engagements. Who knows what? You know what I'm saying? You know, you never know who's watching. So right. you don't know what's going to come from this. So we're going to cover more on the book. And then we're going to talk about some other things that's going on. Well, I'm I'm ready to talk about anything that you want to talk about. Let's just let's just have a conversation. Okay. All right. So how you want to do this? Let's see. Let me let me pull out my little black book. How about that? <laughs> or at least one of them. I um it feels so so good to kind of just have the book in my hands, the the physical book in my hands to to turn the pages, just to hear the sound of the page, to feel the the crisp of the page. Those are some of the things that, some of the nerdy things that I kind of like about the book or, or actually having a physical book. Um, I tell you what, what I like to do, what I like to read first is Dirt, Roads and Grass. How about that? You cool with that? Yes, I am. Okay. So the reason why I want to read Dirt, Rose, and Grass is because um, I'm from the South. We're from the South. We're from South Carolina, right? And this poem is is about us, about some of our our heroes, some of the legends, you know, we stand on their shoulders. So uh, here it is. They say the last shall be first and the first shall be last. We coming from the South, Dirt, Rose, and Grass, William H. Johnson, Dizzy Gillespie, on the good foot get down. Y'all, we done birthed James Brown. Joe Frazier, Ronald McNear. From the cotton fields in Carolina arrived Eartha Kitt. She transported to Harlem, for the roots ran country thick. Althea Gibson, Chubby Checker, Mary McLeod Bethune. We done bred a lot of legends, but we ain't through. It's the South, we Carolina, yeah, we country. We put gravy on our grits. We frying fish down here with the heads on them. And we serious about it. Hot summer days, find shade under trees. Quench your many a thirst with a glass of sweet iced tea. Now, some of us traveled north, west, across these lands and back. A good many stayed that rare breed of black, that get up, stand tall, survivor of many falls, because we keep getting up. Ain't never gave up on never give up. Yes, my people, we country, but we built tough. Now, some of us bougie now, that high cotton country. Some hood, ghetto, some still country, country. We down south living, but we ain't living in no past. On the shoulders of our legends, it's our time to shine now, full circle back south, because they say the first shall be last. You dig it? Snap, 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 snap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what they tell us. I mean, we we on Keep the Faith podcast. So I know I know you know about that. The last shall be first, the first shall be last. All of my people Absolutely. who who really, really understand. And uh that's that's just one of those pieces that um just being from the south and I had to give a tribute to, like I said, give a tribute to some of the legends and some of the people who shoulders we stand on so the young people can know that just because we're from the south don't make them think that you can't be successful don't make them think that where you come from that there are stars who are shining bright and you can do that same thing so um i wanted to put some names out there that that people were familiar with remind some people and uh introduce some young people to to some of those legends absolutely and listen, the video to that poem is, it's, it's so, oh my God, it's amazing. Oh. I wish I would have had time to put, include the video in that, that poem as well. But we can actually, when we're done with the interview, 
post if you don't mind post the link to some of the um some of your youtube videos on the under the uh in the comments as well so people can also go to your youtube channel and subscribe and also um look at some of the videos as well right well i'm miss tanya the poet on all social media platforms s m s t o n y a the poet so they can find me there also the book has its own website uh, you can go to www.thelittleblackbookofpoetry.com or you can go to mistanyathepoet.com. So it's really, really easy to find. I try to make it easy for you to find. So um, if you forget one thing, if you don't know where my social media page is, you can go to the website. You know, I, I try to make that easy for you. Okay, cool. Now tell me which one you wanted me to read for you. You, you said you had some favorites. You had This okay. Black Mama. This Black Mama, Divided States of America, and yeah, we do. Okay, 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 okay. Not necessarily in that order, however you choose. Because, you know, we're in, you know, in time for the holidays, and I think the Little Black Book of Poetry will be a great stocking stuffer. So uh -huh. I didn't want to get too heavy today because it's the holidays. <laughs> we'll have a little bit of fun today. Okay. That sounds good. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. And I tell you what, uh... This Black Mama, believe it or not, I have never read this poem out loud to anyone in, in public. I've never performed this piece. Really? So this is a piece, right. This is a piece that I wrote for the book uh, because some of the pieces, believe it or not, you know, I write them, but not all of them are necessarily pieces that I feel like uh, are performance pieces. But so I'm going to read this piece and this is for you because you asked for it. All Thank right? you. Baby, let me talk to you about this black mama, because this black mama is what I know. Can't speak on others, just don't know what they do. And a black mama is who I am, so I can speak on this. Through the good times and others, I've loved being a mother. I've learned from the best who learned from the best because we all did the best that we could. As black mamas, with that understood, the path ain't perfect. It got some ditches and potholes. I've sometimes ran off the road, had to fix a flat. Yeah, on my own, with just me and my babies. Wasn't no man folk traveling with me for long. A few did come along. I just couldn't pay for what they were asking. Seemed like I was selling myself, so I knew I had to help myself. Sacrifice became my first, my best friend. Make do was my husband, and I do it all again, the good and the not so good things, to get my babies out the nest, to live your best, clip wings. My eyes cry silent tears of joy as I watch you take flight, your journey, your life. Here if you need me, like a good mother would be, be confident with no fear. Free to roam. If life kicks you too low, you always got a home to regroup, heal wounds, and get back out there. And no, life ain't fair, but who cares? Wasn't nothing ever easy for us. The greatest challenge was put in the hands with trust. Our hands, hands that work hard, our hearts that love strong. No war against others, even with wrong. And still ain't nobody's fool. Take your lessons as blessings, survivor skills tailored for you. A black mama raised you, recognize fiction from facts. It's a lot of mamas out here mothering. I just can't be like them because your mama black. So that's why I raised you like that. Strong. Absolutely. Let me go to some of the comments. Um, Connie says her favorite is the prologue. Am I pronouncing that right? Ain't even got and get into the whole book yet, and her mind was blown. <laughs> Tammy says, "Hey, late, hello, ladies." And Connie also says, "This piece gives me life. Ain't no crystal stair vibes. I love it. The one that you just did. Oh, thank you, so, Connie. Listen, you might need to do that. Hey, put that on the <laughs> list because I love it. I was like, oh my goodness, this is so me. All right. So, well, um." And the other two was Divided States of America and Yeah. You know you got to do you know you got to end on Yeah We Do because everybody loves Yeah We Do. <laughs> that well that, yeah. that one just like 
Because matter of fact, when you did it, when we had the women's empowerment last year, oh my God. I was like, mm-hmm. okay then. <laughs> Dope. Well, every time you do it though, mm-hmm. it just it's just, I don't know, that poem is just like that. That's that's the a lot of people look a lot of people talk talk about that one. Yeah, so it's I, just usually so with that. And then some other ones um, that she did. And Tammy also says, yeah, Black Mama. <laughs> All right. That's what's up. Listen, we as Black people, we have so many experiences. Like I told you, uh, how you could relate to the poem. I, I, I love hearing that. I know that it is a lot of our experiences. And, and you just share them. I just feel like everybody really has a story to tell, you know? So Mm -hmm. whether you feel like you're a poet, I feel like people can write, even Mm -hmm. if you if you write, if you journal, you know, it's it's just a way of release. And and that's what poetry is for me. It definitely is one of those uh, ways that I release. I get a lot of things out, but I also take it, you know, you have to take it serious. I took it to that next level and I wanted to be a bit more professional with it. So, you know, I just had to dedicate myself to, to writing, dedicate myself to the process. And I think that is probably the difference of someone who might just kind of feel like, yeah, I used to write poetry when I was a teenager or when I was 14. And I get it because people tell me that all the time. I get so many people like, yeah, I used to write poetry when I was young. And I'm like, well, why did you stop? You know, don't, don't stop writing. So um, just just for those people out there who are feeling like, um, you know, I don't write anymore, start back writing. It's very important. Share your story. Everybody has a story to, to tell. You know? Always dropping some nuggets. That was, that was well received. Somebody need to hear that. Uh, me? <laughs> Respect. So the next one you're going to do is Divided States of America, if you don't mind. Okay. Let me flip through the book. Divided States of America. See, you you know what, what type of state we live in right now. And speaking of which, speaking of which, Divided States of America, what are we going to do with Manchin? Somebody help me understand why this one man got so much power. Why this one man holding back so much stuff? Listen. Y'all pay attention to these people that we're putting in office. Pay attention to them. Hold them to these things. Listen, <laughs> I'm getting a little upset. I'm getting off track, but you want to say how you definitely need to be on um, Jamel's show. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you, you you know how I feel about this politics because you know, know how I feel about it. I don't feel I like know. it's politics. I feel like it's politics. You know. And let me just say before I get into this point, because something else made me mad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Got me a little upset. You know, we had the president go and uh, he did the commencement speech for the December class at South Carolina State University. So that's our, um, you know, an HBCU here in South Carolina. And I didn't watch the whole commencement, but I, I did happen to be flipping through the channel. So one of the local news stations, I heard a sound bite, And I heard him say, or, or you know, don't, I'm not directly quoting him, but basically this is what he said. He said, uh, the nation is counting on you. So that's what he told this group of students who just graduated from a black university. He told them that the nation was counting on them. And I heard that and I was like, wow. He really said that? Does he not know that those very students that he was talking about, that those students were counting on him? We're counting on him. So I can't even understand where he, I don't know what his full speech was. It was just a sound bite. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't want to take it out of context, but I can say if he can tell them that the nation is counting on him, and that could very well be true. We are, we want them to live their best and live their dreams, but he's got to know. That is those students, the people who voted and put him in office, man, we counting on you. It's a whole lot of stuff that I feel like they're not doing and I can't understand because they have the absolute power to do it. Do it. Do it. 
All right. I'm sorry. Let me get, you let good? Me get to the, let me get to the That's point. That's what's up. Where the applause at? I don't know how to do this. All right. All right. Divided States of America. We living in these United States where we are divided families with divided mindsets causing divided communities with lack of opportunities for togetherness. For want to be together folks like me, trying to get us to live together, stand together, build together, or do whatever it takes for us to live like Sister Sledge. We are a family. Was that just for the radio? And I can hear somebody sigh. Oh, here she go. Well, yeah. I just wish it was, here we go, and we just do something different, do something better, get it together because it makes no sense to be the United States in the state of dividedness. And this point ain't got much pride in it. These words some will resent, but try and make it make sense if you can. Living in America right now, call it what it is, the good old D-S-A divided states of America, where freedom lacks intelligence, where race is irrelevant because we are divided by so many things. And they say, let freedom ring. Well, that sounds like such an interesting thing. We're caught up in a Twitter universe attention span, short on character, some trying to swipe left, and the right ain't really right, with a president who said, let's make America great again, because he knew that's what we'd have to do after he was in office, a position of profit. Where are our profits? Bring intelligence back again. Give more respect to blood, not skin. Brown and yellow and the whole rainbow. We all know we could be great. Most of us really are. Racism won't work. It never has. We won't go back to days past. Better learn from generations before. Don't let tweets and posts push us to civil war. Memes and hashtags are one thing. But in these streets, black lives matter for real. Swipe left if you want, but don't let those right thoughts be the wrong thoughts to get you killed. Politics, Republican or Democrat, let's not care about that. Our leaders need to be smarter for starters to make living in this country easier, not harder, to work together for all people with all nations, commit to better barters, make me proud to be this American daughter. Now that would be great. But right now, we living in these divided states. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, Lord, that's one of my favorites. Yes, yes, yes. It's, 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 it's our truth. It is a truth. Um, I don't know necessarily that everybody would agree with it, but I'm not necessarily looking for everybody to agree with me. It's Absolutely. an expression. And I feel like if, if you got an opportunity to read the poem or hear the poem and uh, it could just make you think a little differently or it can make you feel like how a brown girl out here in America feels about what's going on, then uh, right. that's it. Let me read Kevin's um, comment. Self-therapy. The poet Eliza Unique once said that the pen and pad heals her and the stage performance of what they wrote liberates others. That's so true. Yes, sir. The male says truth. Tammy says, I'm going to order that book. All right. Eliza, yes, yes, yes. That's what's up. Yeah. Listen, Kevin Mullins is a deep brother. You understand me? He is. He's one of my favorite Carolina poets as well. Um, in fact, I went to an event that he had over the weekend. Uh, Common Ground had an event at in Marion at the 304 mm -hmm. Gallery. Yes. Really nice, really nice little spot. Uh, and whether people know it or not, yes, we have a little culture down here in the country parts of the Carolina. We got some stuff going on. But uh, it was a really nice event. Uh, Miss Attitude was out there. She was the feature artist. So uh, I had to go out there and, and support these same poets who are always supporting me, you know. Right. So right. Um, not only do, you know, I host open mics. I hope host live open mic events. And there's just a host of other people who are doing it, too. We host them at little 
breakfast cafes, coffee shops, and and galleries, just like any other place that you might get an opportunity to to experience it. Uh, typically, for for me, when I host a show, I like to include a little jazz music. So you might, you know, hear a little three piece band, you know, playing a little jazz on the side because jazz is the music. Poetry right. and jazz or like brother and sister, you know, so um, we've just got a whole lot going on. So I want to say to people who are in South Carolina or who are in the PD area who did not know that we have live events. Yes, we do. You got to get out more. You got to ask people. You got to not only just be on Facebook and wait for us to to be here on the lives, which I do understand because we're in a COVID situation right now, but I very much want you to know that the culture in a real live in person, that is happening. We've mm. got a host of artists, host of artists. We've got so many visual artists here. We've got photographers, we've got singers, we've got poets. And if you've ever gone to a more than words event, more Than Words is an artist community. We started that here almost six years ago now. With mm -hmm. Everyone knows my, my partner in all good crimes, Tyler Davis. It's just a community that we've been able to build and, and nurture. And so many of the, of the other things that are kind of coming under that umbrella and, and all of the little poets and artists who are coming under that umbrella, you know, we feel good about being able to to establish that and just watch it blossom and just watch yeah. those branches go all over the place. And it's, it's I love it. It's a good time. I hate I missed it because, you know, because I take my little hiatus from social media, mm -hmm. I didn't see the invite until after the fact. So, Kevin, Aww. had I seen it earlier, I would have been there. But <laughs> I, I'm not on social media that much. We understand. Yeah, and, and guess what? You can't be on social media all the time, you know, as much as we, we use it. And it really is a tool. You know, mm -hmm. you, you've got to know when you're supposed to be on this thing and how you should be using it. Uh, right. I feel like some people are really addicted to it and they're not using it in the best way. I mean, that that probably works out very well for for Facebook. That works out well for the company. But make sure if you're going to use it, make sure that it works for you. All right. Right. Absolutely. And we At don't touch, we don't touch, we don't talk about that in more in depth. Okay. I'm with it. What do you want to do next? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. That's yeah, we do is that point. Yeah, and we do is that point. A couple comments before you start. Um Eliza's I hope I'm not mispronouncing her name. Elijah Unique says, yes, he is. He's the reason I performed today. Common Ground is where I got my start. That's awesome. Yes. He yes, also yes, says yes. the energy that's there. That's awesome. I hate I missed it. Well, you already know that there's going to be more. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's more. There's more events to come. Let, let us get through these COVID times and get into this new year and kind of figure this thing out. I don't know what's going on with all of the variants. Uh, I don't know what people beliefs are, but um, the most I can say is, is keep yourself safe. And if nothing else, we're still riding. And when we can, when the, when the world is really open in a way that you can feel a lot more safe and we can feel a, a lot more safe. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, we'll we'll be out here. We're here for you. And thank you, Tori, for doing things like this because people who are doing live events online, that's kind of mm -hmm. given us a, a life that you know we wouldn't be able to 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 share this work if people weren't doing lives, you know. So um yeah. I know what that's about too. You know what, yeah, we do is about, right? Yeah. yeah, we do. Cause you like we talking about being online. You you go online and they say, hey, you know, you see the hashtags. We got our melanin popping. You know, we got that black girl magic. You know, they say black girls rock. And I'm reading all of those hashtags and I'm like, yeah, we do. That is us. Yeah, we do. We we got all that, right? So that's the title of this poem, and this is where I went with it. <laughs> they say black girls rock. 
reggae, pop, jazz, hip-hop, gospel, classic. We done hashtagged it. We hashtag black girl magic. We got that voodoo, that boom, that boombastic. We've been rocking long time. Come along and ride. Our voyage is fantastic. Permission to celebrate our fly? Nah, we're not asking. Black girls rock. Black girls are lawyers and docs, responsible for astronauts traveling through space beyond. Black girl drummers. Black girls write songs and books and poems, movies and TV shows, directing so that our actresses can play more than maids and hoes, playing lead roles because we know the levels of our skills. Black girl politics, Congress, council, black girl activists, police chief, black girl mayors, two little black girls playing in the White House. Malia and Sasha were in there, the smartest, the flyest, most classy, first lady of these United States of America. And time will surely tell if there ever is another. It's because they clone Michelle. But see, black girls always rock. And we won't stop until the sun don't shine and the moon swallows up the earth, until the color of our skin, our eyes, the shape of our nose, our lips, our hips, are not mocked through mouths of uncultured lips. And that ain't stopping. Some ain't learned yet. So we celebrate ourselves as it is us who celebrates us best. Yes. Yes, yes, y'all. To the beat, we don't stop. Don't get mad because I say we rock. Name a fight that we ain't fought. Us rocking? It's no downplay to any. All girls rock. We know that's true. It's just this rock abrasion ain't got much to do with you. Imagine that. You want to get upset when we celebrate our black. We make this thing look good. We bad. We bold. We come in all huge shapes and sizes. You like it and we realize it. You've been injecting your lips, put shots in your hips, spraying on tans and sleeping with my man. Are you really my friend? I don't know. But we keep rising. We keep rocking. Because that's what we do. We've been mothering and mentoring, teaching and guiding, building and providing for all. Not just our own. This is a serious matter. More than a hashtag. Black lives matter. Now, we never said they were better, but just stop treating I was the worst because our babies, they need us. So we lifting them up. Her movement ain't racist. It just celebrates us. They say black girls rock. And I know it's true. And my sisters, if you feel it like I feel it, say, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> All right. Now, listen, that's enough. If you want more, you got to go to Amazon.com <laughs> to get the Little Black Book of Poetry. Also, you said the website is, is it the little, is it www.thelittleblackbookofpoetry.com? Right. Okay. So if you want the book, you want more, you have to purchase the book. We just want to give a little snippets because we're going <laughs> to shift gears. And also, just like Miss Tanya says, um, you can, her, all her social media platforms is Miss Tanya the Poet. She says she's easy to find. But y'all, I encourage y'all to get this book. And like I said, it's in time for the holidays. Um, this is perfect, perfect stocking stuffer. You know what I mean? If you're looking for that perfect gift, listen. And and I'm one of those people. I love to read, and poetry is my thing. So this would be the perfect gift. And yeah. Charlene is on. She said, "I love that one." Aww, <laughs> thank you, Charlene. And yeah. Kevin says, "Y'all definitely do rock." Thank you, Kev. And so do you. You rock as well. Mm-hmm. And so this is the other thing we want to talk about. Um, and you touched on it. We're talking about the power of social media. How are we using social media? Like some people, like you said, is addicted to social media. Mm -hmm. And me personally, I'm one of those people where I, when I'm on social media, I want to use it as a powerful tool because it's not social media. A lot of people say, well, social media is bad. It's not that social media is bad. It's how you use it. 
Absolutely. There are people that may abuse it. You know what I mean? But social media is not bad at all. It's how you use it. So whenever I'm on social media, I make sure this my I want to be a positive influence. I want to, uh, and, and when I'm on the microphone, I want to open my mind with purpose. I don't want to just be on here just talking, but I just want to use my, you know, platform to do positive, positive things. But a lot of people just like, oh, social media. And for me personally, like I said, a lot of things I miss because I'm not on social media as much because certain things, because people abuse it, certain things I see, I can't unsee now, but I have taken advantage of the unfollow, delete, <laughs> and block buttons. But I'm not on social media like that because I'm not one of those people that is addicted to it. Like I said, when I log on, I wanted to to be a positive influence. And um, my whole thing is it's not about me because everybody that knows me know I'm a, a spiritual person. So whenever I'm on social media, I like to be a reflection of him, not me. Right. I want to be less of Tory, more of him. So that's what I want to use my social media platform. So I want to talk about, you know, I want you to elaborate on what you were saying about, you know, just basically the power of social media. We want to go however you want to go, right. whatever direction you want to go. Okay. Um, well, as a content creator, uh, I just, when I realized where the internet was going, you know, I just, at, well, let me just backtrack a little bit. Let me backtrack. I'll just tell you a little bit, just a brief little bit about uh, my media experience. I, you know, I worked in broadcast television. So I'm a former promotions producer with uh, WBTW, TV 13. So for many years, I, I worked in media. And uh, when I was watching the Internet and I was watching where you go with some of the platforms like YouTube and, and what a lot of the content creators were doing, I just I realized that, hey, that that's a platform that you could really share a lot of information. That's a platform where you can learn a lot of things. So I just found it to be very valuable. Now, I was still working at the television station, so I didn't really um, just kind of dive into it in, in those early days as much as I probably could have. I won't say should have, but as much as I could have. But I realized its value, right? Um, so it's there. I feel like anything that you want to learn anything that you want to do, you can find out online. YouTube is, is almost, YouTube is really a search engine. If there's something that you can't do or something that you want to figure out, I promise you that you can go and, and type in the search in YouTube and figure it out. I um, actually changed the pull start on my lawnmower because I went to YouTube and I watched somebody do it. So I went and brought the part and I actually you know, I fixed my lawnmower, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, it made me feel like, hey, I'm a I'm a lawnmower mechanic now. But I, I say that to say there's nothing that you can't do. There's nothing you can't find out. Right. So I love that. Um, it took me a while to get on Facebook. What I feel like is an issue um, purpose was for me is I realized that I could. uh get in contact with a lot of family and friends that I couldn't because we all grew and went all of our separate ways and we're just in many different locations. But you all know this. You all know what it was for. But today, you can build your businesses. You can promote your businesses. There's just so many things that you can do with it. So I encourage people. I encourage entrepreneurs. I encourage people who want to be content creators. Explore that. Use it to your advantage, build your community and put your work out there. Like, just like you said, and what we're doing right here, right now with Keep the Face, you know that you have a certain platform and you, you want to present certain messages and you bring people on and you have conversations with people. So um, I think you're just like a perfect example of what people can do with it. Now, you know, you could take it to many different levels. It's going to be what you inject into it. You know, it starts out small, but it's a lot of work. Like some, I feel like some people look at these big time content creators who are on YouTube 
And they might get disappointed because they don't have as many subscribers or followers, but I don't think that they understand that these people have teams. You know, it takes a team to do this. If you feel like you want to be a huge content creator on any platform and do it without a team, I, I'm going to tell you that's not going to happen because it's just a lot of work. Not only do you have to um, provide the content, it has to be edited, you have to promote it. You, there's just so many things that you can do with it, but you can do that in a very smart way. And you can do that with a small team, but you're going to have to have a team. So when, when you get to a certain level, your small time content creator, when you're ready to take it to the next level, you've got to probably get you an intern, somebody who can kind of um, put your, your social media promos out there, somebody who is dedicated to doing that because you cannot do everything. As creative as you want to be, I don't care if you have the talent to do it all or not. And it's not even necessary for you to have the talent to do it. You, as a content creator, if you know what you what message you want to put out there, that's great. Let somebody else shoot it. Let somebody else edit it. There's several ways of getting that done as well. If you don't have someone who, who is near you to be able to do that, if you don't want to hire someone or, or feel like you have the budget to hire one of the uh, a top-tier type of uh editor, well, that's fine. There, there are editors out here who will do that. You can take advantage of things like Fiverr. There's editors and, and content providers who are making posts. You can do it. And it's at a smaller budget, a budget that might be a little more reasonable for your pocket, but you're going to have to do it. And I would encourage you to do it because if your intention, if your intention is to make this profitable and to monetize your, your platforms and your channels, you're going to have to invest in it. There's no way that you should be thinking that you're going to do this stuff yourself. You're not going to spend any money. And then you have the, ex the expectation of having all of these followers and people coming and follow you and to monetize from that page when you're not investing in it. And I also want to say I see a lot of um, mistakes that a lot of people do with making posts, which is a little bit... Um, I feel like they need to think about it. Like when they're making their posts, I can I could tell people who are doing their own stuff a lot of the times. Because if you think about you have a phone and the average person is really watching this content on their phone, on an average, more people are. So when you're making a post and you know you've got all of this, all of these words on here, no, br break that down. You know, you've got small letters, small fonts. Nobody's able to read that. People are not responding to that. And I'm going to tell you, I'm one of those persons. Because if I'm going to go to a post that is to be a promotion, and if it's not big and clear, I want the, the main things. I want to know what it is. I want to know the date. I want to know the time. And those things need to be big in my face. If I've got to read it and it's a small font, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm strolling past your stuff and a lot of other people are too because you're not making it convenient for me and you don't realize that you're just going in some of these things like Canva, which is good. Canva is a really great uh, app to use if you want to do your promotion, but increase the font, just, just little things, you know, little things matter, but little words, I'm not reading it. I got on my reading glasses now, you know, but I'm just trying to tell you, people are going to stroll past that. Don't use, you know, I don't know, just get help. Get mm -hmm. help. Right. Don't try to do everything yourself. Right. And I was looking at Ms. BB comments. She said, great information. Less is more. Give me the meat. Yes. <laughs> Very true, very true, very true. But those are just some of the things that I noticed. But you can definitely, uh, you can monetize these things. It's, it's very true. But you're going to have to invest. So just invest more time, more help, and, and just elevate. So if, if you were at a certain level, I mean, it's okay for it to be uh, like some people feel like they don't want to start. Uh, they don't have the right camera. I say, forget all of that. Start with your phone. 
I think it's a good thing to be able to go back and look where you started and, and watch yourself and watch where you have grown. Because then that's, yeah. that's showing me how, how serious you are. That's showing everybody how serious you are. So don't even worry about that. Start with what you got. Absolutely. And actually, you taught me that because I want to give up. <laughs> I do remember. Because, and y'all, my throat was getting dry getting a coughing spell. But listen, like Tanya's one of the ones that dropped jewels on me because like back in 2019, I wanted to give up because one of the main things I was telling Tanya, I said, well, who's going to be listening? And she was like, you weren't about the wrong thing. The people that you're supposed to reach, you will reach those people. Like in the beginning, you can't focus on who's watching, whether they're listening or not. You can't focus on the views. You can't focus on the likes and all of that. Sometimes we're focused on the wrong thing. So that's why now my main goal is making sure that I do everything with purpose and on purpose with pure intentions. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's what it's all about for me. It's not about the likes, the follows or anything of that nature. I just want to make sure I do everything with purpose. I got you. And, and you know what else too? It's about being consistent. It really is. You, it's the simple things, but you've got to be consistent. You know, um, if you're going to do a show, you need to consistently be there on that day and that time when you tell people that that is what you're going to do. If that's, if you told those people, that's what you're going to do, then do it. You know, that was Um, the other thing too consistency Mm -hmm. you taught me that as well like when we did that project last december Mm -hmm. what it was the 12 days of christmas yeah the yo that consistency means a lot because you you get people watching and then they're looking forward to it Mm -hmm. so yeah that consistency is key as well it is And, and then not only that you're there for the viewer, but it's also helping you figure out, you know, who your viewers are. You know what I'm saying? So it's got to be consistent. Get out there. Put it out there. Don't don't think about those wrong things. And like I say, grow what you do. You plant a seed. It's not get ready to be a tree tomorrow. You know, it's yeah, not. Absolutely. So just do absolutely. the work and keep doing the work. And and like you said, you got to make the necessary investments um, and even not. And, and it's not all it's not always about spending a whole lot of money as well. No, not at all. Because Here's the thing. Here's one of the things for me as well. Um, I'm really big on my time. Mm-hmm. I'm upset when you waste my time. Do not waste my time. It's a commodity that I cannot get back. So don't waste my time. Absolutely. So, we have to put in the necessary investments for ourselves and push ourselves. And a lot of times, um, which I got to give you your props. Like I said, that PR today, that's what it's all about. You got to constantly promote yourself. And like a lot of, um, a lot of, I know a couple of my friends will get discouraged. Like the business owners, I'm putting out these, um, I'm putting out this flyer or I'm putting out this commercial and no one's liking it. Don't mm-hmm. worry about that. Just keep promoting yourself. Cause yeah. trust me, they may not. And I tell people this all the time, especially business owners, people that are pushing and, and content creators as well. They may not like it. They may not comment, but trust me when I tell you, Oh, they watching. Right. So just keep pushing out the content and be consistent with it. Cause like Tanya pr- promoted this. Cause like I said, y'all, my voice has been going in and out and I do very little social media on Mondays. Cause I consecrate on Mondays. But I appreciate Tanya because she's been like promoting it all, promoting the podcast all day. I mean, my PR person been on it today. <laughs> but that's what you're supposed to do. Like when you do podcasts, you do your 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 business, you got to consi- be consistent with promotions. And that way when people keep saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what you have to do. And I've learned that being in radio for 21, 20 plus years, like you got to keep putting it out there, you, you know, do. because like you put it out at one time people are gonna forget and and Tanya has teaching me that I gotta do a better job with promotion because like when I do my podcast on Monday what I've been doing is just like 
promote putting the flag out there like the day before or the day of, but I'm gonna do a better job of promoting at least a, at least a week in advance. But because I, you know, I'm even, not on social wait, media on. much. Even even if it's just a few days. Yeah. Even if it's a few yeah. days, you know, yeah. a week out, great, yeah. lovely. But even if you yeah. give yourself a few days, because you want to give people a few days, you know what I mean? Uh, you never know. Yeah, but you I got to do better. People have scheduled the better promotion. But I appreciate all the promotion that you did today, because like I said, I was trying to rest my voice, and now that we're approaching the hour, my voice want to get dry, and I'm like, really. I've been making it through this whole time. Really? That's why I didn't want to do too much talking. But here's the other thing. Here's the other thing that I wanted to um, wanted you to touch base on as well, because like I said, you really encouraged me to, to keep at it. What do you say to those that person that may be watching and they maybe want to start a YouTube channel or um, just be a content creator and they get discouraged and they want to give up? Like, cause I mean, like I said, you don't understand. It was, and the crazy thing about it, that was my first time meeting you and you dropped so many nuggets on me. And as a matter of fact, it was 2019. It was, it was a giving Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And within that few minutes, you dropped so much nuggets on, you know, and I just, like I said, I wanted to give up. And you was like, you, you're working, you, you're focusing on the wrong thing. You like, you're overthinking it. <laughs> yeah. People do overthink it. And let me say this because really I'm giving you like, I give a few little jewels, like how you want to say, but, um, I personally am a smaller content creator. I don't push a whole lot of content simply because like I told you, you can't do every, like you can do everything that you want to do. You just can't do them at the same time. And as you all know, I I just uh, published this book. So I've been writing and I do a lot of writing. I host open mics. So in in terms of being able to have that dedicated time to really pushing my own channel the way that I know that it it needs that care and needs pushing, I I just would not have the time to do that. So that's why I'm telling you. And and you can see that it takes a team to do that. So you're going to have to have a team when you're going to want to do all of that stuff. But aside from from taking it to that next level, because that's that next level, like you're at a level now where I would say you're small content creator. And when you're ready to take it to that next level, that's when you'll start bringing in some people who are going to help you out. Right. But for that person who just wants to get, you know, get established, just start shooting some videos. Stop overthinking it. Pull your phone out. Okay. Start recording some videos. Now, listen. Don't get on there and and start just talking about something and and having no direction. Okay? You need to know what you're going to be talking about. Write some bullet points. You don't have to, uh, you know, write out everything that you're going to say because you really don't want it to be robotic. But you can make some little bullet points, give yourself a little index card so you can have an idea of where you're going to go with the content that you're going to create. And to be honest... I mean, you can choose a day where you choose a couple subjects that that you want to touch, right? Mm-hmm. So you you take that day and um, whatever day that is, it could be a Sunday, and you can say, you know, this week coming up, I want to touch three topics, right? So you write those topics down and then you get into the key things that you want to discuss about it, put some bullet points in it and sit down. Sit in front of your camera, whether that is your phone or a camera, whichever one it is, and record your content. All right. So this is when you don't have anyone. This is when you when you're trying to do it small yourself. So you've got those three pieces. Record that content. Edit that content. And from that content, you can take out small little like take out a few uh, seconds anywhere from 15 to 30 seconds where I think you all are familiar with reels now and stories and shorts so you Mm -hmm. take little nuggets from it where you can promote what your actual piece of content is about and and make those people filter over to your youtube so that they can see the whole thing it is about promoting and that's what businesses are doing so you really like making mini commercials right Right. for your content right so that's a good way to to use some of your social media platforms that's a good way to use your your facebook and your your ig reels and your tiktoks 
do it, right? So you make your little mini, little promos, 15, 30 seconds, send them over to your YouTube where they can see the whole piece and just slowly and organically build. Somebody's going to be interested in what you have to say. There's an audience for everybody. Right. And, and stay true to your audience, right? Mm -hmm. You figure it out. But That's you awesome do information. That's awesome information. But listen, we're approaching an hour mark. I don't want to take up too wow. much of your time, but listen, you guys, um, make sure you get the little black book of poetry. You go on Amazon.com or www.thelittleblackbookofpoetry.com. Am I saying that right, Tanya? You are. Okay. I can't say anything. You didn't say anything wrong. It was all right. Amazon.com and the little black book, you guys get book the of poetry. Book, I'm telling you. You're going to love it. And once you get the book for yourself, you're going to want to uh, gift it as well. So, like I said, we're just in time for the holidays. Mm -hmm. What, Christmas is what, five days? And, and I can't even believe that we are already at the end of 2021. Yeah. This year it's went by, like, so fast. The past two years just kind of flew by me, in fact. You know? Right. I'm just like, what? And I remember, I don't know if y'all remember, but back when it was 19 and what the year when 2000 was coming in and everybody was like, the world going in all this crazy. <laughs> stuff. And now we've, it's about to be 2022. Right. That's crazy. And so I remember thinking. Wait, hold on. But that's why you know not to listen to these people when they're telling you that the world is getting ready to be over. You know how many times we've gone through this where people <laughs> thought it was the world was getting ready to be over. We can't mess up the world that much. I mean, I know we do some some bad things, a little BS, and we could be a little bit better and care a lot more. But but you know what? I don't even think we have the power to destroy God's world. That's just my thought. You know? Absolutely. You're right. You're absolutely right about that, though. Because people and their theories the theories just keep coming and passing and they bring new ones and it's it's just fear they just create all of this fear for people and people just don't know what direction they're they're going into but let me say this i'm gonna say this and then we gonna we gonna go you know people going through some hard times we're not gonna deny that but I, I want you, you all to know that nothing is impossible. I want you guys to cling to family a little bit more. Start healing a little bit more of those family relationships. I feel like we can get through some of these times that are difficult for some of us as individual people and individual small families if we kind of get together. You know, we used to live, live in generational households. I don't know where it happened or why it happened that we felt like everybody's got to be uh, in their own, this big home, excessive house. I don't know what that lifestyle is about. I don't know if that's what, but let me say this. If that's what you want, then, hey, that's fine. But that's not necessary to have a happy life, right? I don't need a million dollar home to feel happy. But I need the love of my family. We need to heal. We need to learn to live with each other because if we pool our resources, we'll get through some of these hard times. And it might, might get worse before it get better. Some people are losing their homes. Some people don't know where they're going to go. That's why you've got to build and you've got to mend these family relationships. Okay? Build and mend these family relationships. And... um I'm gonna show y'all this book. Uh, let's let's give a, a special dedication and an all respect to to uh, Bell Hooks and this book here. You see, I've got I've got some little side notes in there, but let me tell you something. I'm I'm reading this book, and and I hadn't ac actually read this book before, and I, I'm wishing. Well, I shouldn't say I'm wishing, but I had hope. And I could have gotten this book so many decades ago. I feel like it would have helped me heal so much more. Y'all listen to me. Listen to me. All about love. You gotta read this book. Men and women. And it's not what you're thinking. Everybody think love is ha has to be about romantic love or love type relationships. Get that out of your mind. 
and understand that love is is much more vast than romantic love. Please read that book. Respect to to due to an awesome writer, a free speaker. You know, I've always been aware of who she was. I, I love the way she talks. If you can, if you get an opportunity to uh, listen to her talk and listen to her talk to some creatives and talk to some critical thinkers, it's an awesome thing. Something that you can do on YouTube. So just look up Bell Hooks. But I encourage you. I'll leave you. Even though we were talking about my book, it ain't about me. You don't even have to buy. I'm, I'm serious. You do not have to buy the Little Black Book of Poetry. Let me tell you something. I wrote that. I released it. Who buys it? I appreciate it. But I didn't write that book for money. Okay? I didn't. So I want to tell you, I really want to tell you, and I encourage you to buy Bell Hooks, All About Love, if you haven't had an opportunity to read it. If you can't buy it, I encourage you to go online, get the audio book. I encourage you to go to your library. But there's information in there that she's sharing that is, is very brand new for me. I'm hearing some things in, in ways that I've thought, but to hear a critical thinker and a writer express it in a way that is really easy to read. Oh, man, I love it. So I'm going to stop talking. That's awesome. I got to I never heard of it. Well, I just told so you. I got to look that up. Yes, ma'am. Definitely. And you know, I'm all about love. So I know I would love the book. Well, let me tell you something. Wait till you realize you don't even know about the love that you think you all about. That's really? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. I'm so that's, I'm going to look that up. That's your lesson for the day. Get the little <laughs> black book of poetry if you want to. But I encourage you to get It's All About Love. Another one of my favorite poets. I got one more book. Y'all need to read. Right. Y'all need to read. Anytime you feel stuck or feel like, especially if you're a creative person, if you feel stuck, you feel like you've got these blocks, you don't know what to write, read. Right. Nikki, Nikki Giovanni's latest book. Like, I like a lot of her work. She's one of my favorites. I, I look up to her so much. But um, Make it make Me Rain. It's really one of my favorite books right now. Like I am really digging this book. So I'm I'm always reading like more than one book. Yeah. So right now I'm I'm reading, you know, Bell Hooks and I'm reading um Nikki Giovanni's latest book. Get that. Make me rain. You won't you won't be disappointed. All right. I'm bad, but I I do that as well. I read more than one thing at a time. Yeah, we can do it. <laughs> But read, 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 yeah. read. I want y'all to read because I want y'all to introduce your kids to these books. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's For me, you know, I didn't grow up in a home where I was introduced to Black literature. I went to HBCU and that's when I really started. You know, I, I got in an environment of people and, and my peers who just knew so much more about Black literature than I did. And so that's when I really started getting into it. I didn't read Malcolm X until I was in college. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? So um, as early as we can introduce these to our kids, you, you probably should read what you want. For me, yeah. growing up, I was interested in reading magazines. My mom always had Essence magazine in the house, Jet magazine and Ebony. And it was really important for me to read those magazines. I loved it. So even if you just read articles, mm -hmm. you need to read. Right. All right, I'm done. I'm done for real, Tori. I'm done. <laughs> Listen, it was a pleasure having you on. Uh, definitely got to have you back. And of course, like I said, it's not in time for the holidays. Wanted to talk about like didn't want to get too heavy today because Christmas is in five days. So I'm wishing everyone a happy holidays. Whatever you choose to do, be safe. And if um, you like to be a guest on the Keep the Faith podcast, you can email me at faithisnecessary at gmail.com or you can text or call me at 843-920-8124. Also, if you would like to uh, be a sponsor or advertise on any of the podcasts at the 119 Media Group, you can also contact Jamel. And I should know Jamel's number by heart, but I'm pulling his number up right now. So if you need to call Jamel live, he'll be more than happy to assist you. Jamel's number is 
843-687-5055. That's 843-687-5055. We have, um, you know, many podcasts at the 119 Media Group. So if you'd like to advertise or anything, make sure you holler at Jamel. And uh, it's been a pleasure having Miss Tanya the Poet, uh, the lady with many hats on the Keep the Faith podcast. And like I said, even though she she said you don't have to buy the book, I want you to buy the little black book of poetry because I said especially for my um poetry and even if you if even if you're not a poetry lover lover like myself, if you pick up the little black book of poetry, you will become a lover of poetry. So I stand behind this book, and y'all already know I don't put my name on anything. I just don't do that. But I got much love and respect for Miss Tanya DePort. She's all of that and a bag of chips. Yeah, black girls rock. Yeah, we do. Y'all already know we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. But Tanya, you got to come back. We're going to be doing some big things in 2022. Got some things coming up, which we'll talk about at a later date. Okay. Um, so definitely going to have you back on the Keep the Faith podcast. Thank you. And keep up the great work. You're always doing some phenomenal things. I appreciate you. So, like you say, I'm going to say, like you said, much respect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One love. All right, you guys, you guys take care. If you missed the beginning, make sure you watch the replay and have a great evening. And like I said, if you like to um, be a guest on the podcast, um, get at me. And I always say this as well. I got to start back saying, well, I was saying this in the beginning and I got away from this, but I got to start back saying this. Whatever we go through in this thing called life, we may bend, but don't you dare break. Always remember whatever obstacles we encounter in this thing called life. Always remember to keep the faith. We out, y'all. You guys have a great evening. Peace. <laughs>